Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. Welcome back to another episode of She Wakes Up. I am super excited because today in Michigan, it is almost 70 degrees. And for anybody that lives in the Midwest can understand how hit or miss the weather is. And I'm sitting here with my windows open. So if you hear any background noise, any motorcycles going by, all of us Michiganders are just taking advantage of a nice day because literally tomorrow or even later this afternoon, it could possibly snow. So (laughs) just want to throw it out there. And I'm in here podcasting and about to go outside when I'm done and enjoy the weather. And honestly, after the day that I had yesterday, I am so happy that I have some sunshine and warm weather to go enjoy, which actually brings me to what we are going to talk about today. So yesterday was a very heavy day for me. I was given some pretty heavy news and I had to confront some pretty big elephants. And last night at the end of the day, when I was sitting there next to my husband and just kind of reflecting back on everything that was thrown at me, I really had a a moment where I realized that how I navigated all that stuff was totally different than I would have handled things before. And because of the way that I handled the situations, I had a really good result. And I still had to navigate the heaviness and process my emotions, and I'm still working through that, and I'm still going to be working through that for a while. But when I had talked to you in previous episodes about how we can overcome certain things and we can feel great around certain areas of our life, and even though we've gone through the work and we've done the healing, that life's still going to happen, well, here's a prime example, and I just wanted to share it with you in real time that, yeah, life does continue to happen. And I wanted to share with you how crazy this day was for me and how this whole healing process for myself has allowed me to navigate what happened to me yesterday in a completely different way. And because of that, I actually feel at peace. So today's episode is completely off the cuff and As I sat down last night and was processing it all, I realized that I really needed to speak on this. I needed to put it out there, not only so that you can see a little bit more inside of who I am and what I'm going through, but to help you navigate the hard yourself. So if you want to pause this episode really quick and get cozy, grab a drink, just sit back because I'm going to just share a story. This is just me being completely open, honest, and raw with you. And then through my sharing, I hope that you can take something away from this episode. I'm not putting it out there for sympathy or anything like that. I really just want to share my experience because I had an aha moment in real time. And that's exactly what I'm sharing with you here on this podcast. So I want to be living proof going forward. I want to be honest with you at all times. 
And for me, that means just showing up and being authentic with you, even when I have to share hard things, because we all have to deal with hard things. So if you're ready, I'm going to go ahead and dive in and share my story. So yesterday morning, I was sitting at home working, and I get a phone call from my mom, and she notifies me that my grandma has passed away. And my grandma was my last living grandparent. Um, She actually was 10 days away from her 86th birthday. And about three years ago, she was officially diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And we had our suspicions because there was a lot of decline that we had seen in her memory and repetitive things that she would say. And so while we did have some sort of precursor into this, it's never really the same. It doesn't hit you the same until you actually get that official diagnosis. And then... She was taken care of by my grandpa for the three years in her home, and about six weeks ago, she fell and broke her pelvis. Um, So she was put into a rehab facility, and she was declining very quickly, and she kept telling the doctors, you know, well, I'm okay. My health is great. The only thing that's wrong with me is my mind, and so she would come in and out, but as it progressed pretty quickly... Um, And unfortunately, because she wasn't in the best health, it takes a lot of nutrients to heal big bones like that. And, um, and unfortunately, she wasn't able to recover from that. And in combination with what was going on with her Alzheimer's, she had passed. And I had kind of grieved her loss already, because when you have somebody that is close to you that has this disease, They become less and less themselves, and they slowly slip away from their loved ones. Um, It's very difficult. It's difficult for them, but it's difficult for the family and other loved ones that are around them watching this happen. And like I said, for her, her disease progressed rather quickly. So I had already kind of come to terms with her disease and knowing that what happens, you know, I'm in the medical field. I, I totally understand the process of it. And So the news didn't really strike me immediately and, you know, I wasn't in shock and part of me, because of what happened to her, was at peace that she was no longer dealing with this awful disease. However, you know, those memories start flooding in and you realize that you knew she was slipping away, but again, it doesn't hit you until you get that official news that you don't have any more time. And, um, she was a big part of my life and she was my last living grandparent. So it was hard, um, just to have that realization and know that while my grandma wasn't my grandma for a while now, she's no longer here and that's hard. Um, but it's okay. She lived a good life and I have a very absorbent amount of memories with her that I'm very grateful for. So I had that, um, and then I processed those emotions for a little while and had my moment and kind of went about my day. And then I needed to decide if I wanted to take some time off of work for the rest of the week. And for me, you know, like I said, I had already kind of grieved and I felt like I could probably work through the rest of the week. 
And there was some guilt setting in that I was going to leave my staff, you know, without me for the remainder of the week. And part of me felt like I couldn't because I had things that I needed to get done on my checklist. You know, I always have things that I need to do and take care of. And I didn't want to leave my responsibilities because I felt like I could cope okay. And then it just hit me. And I thought, I shouldn't feel guilty for wanting to take some time off, even if I don't necessarily need it to formally grieve. Maybe I want to take the time for my own mental space and to take some time to reflect and celebrate her life and to spend a little extra time with family. And that should be okay. I have the allotted time and that's what it's there for. Why am I even questioning this? So I thought about that and I did. I took the time off and it's good. That's what I needed to do. But I know that I can't believe that I just like those thoughts initially of, you know, should I, I really even contemplated it. And, you know, that's just kind of what we do, I guess. So I went ahead and tied up some loose ends to just make sure that everything was ready when I came back on Monday. And I just went about my afternoon. I had some errands to run and I did that. And while I was getting ready to head out, I had a thought of, I wanted to do something for my parents because this was my dad's mom. And My dad, unfortunately, didn't have the best childhood, and I think he had grieved not only the loss of his mom through this terrible disease that she was navigating, but also I think he grieved the loss of his parents a long time ago. And so as sad as that is, I think he was kind of already in a place where he was healed, and he was also understanding that you know, the inevitable was going to come and he knew, but I also feel like it's his mom at the end of the day. And he's really good about hiding his emotions and he doesn't like to talk. You know, he doesn't like to really be that sad person. Like he is always the, let's find the positive in any situation type of guy. And while I'm all for that, I also feel like it's important to grieve, but Again, that's not my place to feel that for him, but I also knew that I needed to go and see him and just be present to just let him know that I'm there and if he needed to cry and hug me that I was there to do that, but really just to show up, just to be there. So while I was getting ready, I printed out the very last picture that I had with my grandma and it's a beautiful picture of me and my kids standing on the front porch of my grandma's farmhouse. And that front porch alone has so many memories in it. So I just love that that was a good picture. It was our last picture. My kids were there with me and her, and I was so grateful for that moment. And so I printed that picture out and I brought over a six pack of my grandma's favorite beer because she loved her beer and her Virginia Slims. (laughs) Um, But So I did that. I brought that over and I brought a card and I didn't bring over a sympathy card. I got a blank card. It was a beautiful card with flowers and it was just perfect because my grandma had a farm and my grandma and grandpa farmed for all the years that I have been around. And so it was just perfect for her. And I felt like the blank card was just what my dad needed. And I just wrote a little memo in there and it wasn't a sad memo. It was a heartfelt message that was just really about gratitude and being grateful for the time that we've been given and continuing to be grateful for the time that we have and celebrating our life and her life and the memories that we all have and thanking them for being 
you know, amazing parents to me so that I don't have to grieve their loss before they're gone. And just because he had those emotions, I had separate emotions around my grandma because of all the memories that we had were good ones. And she was a role model in my life. And my dad respected that. And he allowed us to have a relationship, even though he had a different sense of who his mom was. And that's okay. But I respect my dad for allowing us to have that relationship because I have memories going back to my grandma and I when I was as young as three. And I was able to continue that relationship with her. I learned so much from her. And I'm just blessed that I had that time and that I was given that time. And I just, despite how my dad processes that, to let him know that I'm there and that I'm grateful for the time that he's given um, all of us. And I'm really grateful that, you know, my kids are 11 years apart. And while she knew my daughter, she really didn't get to know my son because at the time that he was born, she was already showing signs of her disease, but she got to meet him and we have pictures with them together. And so she at least knew that he was there. She at least knew that she had a great grandson. So I get the card and the beer and I'm on my way to deliver it to my parents' house. And I get a phone call from a family member. This family member is going through some stuff on her own. Um, She's kind of at her breaking point with her marriage and needed a shoulder to cry on, needed advice, needed somebody to talk to as, you know, somebody that has gone through a very toxic relationship and a very long drawn out emotional breakup um, and having kids involved and to try to think about what's best for them. And then when you aren't financially stable on your own and having all these second guesses on, you know, is this what's best? And having gone through all of that, knowing that it is a long process, it's not like when you make that decision, the next day you're out of there. It's not how it works at all. So it is a very emotional process. So I was talking to her about that and that was pretty heavy. And then she shared with me some news about my daughter. And this news as a parent didn't necessarily come as a shock to me. I kind of had my intuition, but to hear it again, to have that validated and know that, yep, that's what's going on. Um, didn't sit well with me at first. It was very difficult, and I actually had pulled into my parents' driveway and was still talking to her on the phone as she was telling me this, so I was just sitting there about to get out and deal with one hard moment, you know, confront one elephant, and here I am sitting in the driveway anticipating that to then have another bomb be dropped on me, and I had to kind of push that aside for a minute to allow myself to process the information I was just given and realize that that's something that I'm going to have to deal with when I get home and to not throw this person under the bus for sharing that because my daughter confides in her and I want them to have that relationship and I don't want anybody to ever feel like I'm upset with them for sharing information like that. As a parent, it puts you in a very difficult situation and I just appreciate the honesty Um, is it hard? Does it suck? Yeah. Am I mad? No, but here I was put in this situation and now I have to figure out how I'm going to handle it. While I'm sitting there talking to her, my parents are outside working in their yard. So they're wondering why I'm sitting in my truck for so long. And I finally hang up and I get out and, you know, I say, Hey, it's casual. It's not emotional. We didn't have to talk about it. They knew why I was there. 
we had some more casual conversation and we drank a beer and honor a grandma. And in that moment, that's all we needed. We just needed to be together. And we have that memory of knowing that on that day when we got some hard news and we were all processing it differently, that we were still together and we were still able to share that moment and celebrate her life. I was only there for about an hour, but that was perfect. And so I left and they hadn't opened the card yet, which was fine. And I'm glad that they did so that they could read it on their own time and take in what they needed to. Um, So then on my way home, I called my husband to share even more news with him that I had found out. And we kind of have a brief huddle on how we're going to handle that when I get home. And he's completely caught off guard because he just had to help me go through some things this morning to then have this fall on him and us. He was just taken aback a little bit. So him and I quick put our heads together and came up with a plan on the fly. So when I got home, we had a conversation and there was no yelling. There was no confrontation. And surprisingly, it went very well. It was a very mature conversation And I'm very proud of my daughter for the way that she handled it. I'm very proud of her honesty. She didn't get defensive. She didn't blow up. We weren't defensive and we didn't blow up, Um, which, you know, given some heavy news can be hard to rein it in sometimes as parents. And for me, this was one of the first times that I felt like we had a breakthrough, especially with what we've been navigating um, with her. And it's just... It was a really nice moment, actually, as difficult as it was and as unthrilled as we were about the news, it was a really good conversation, which led to even more conversation later on. And she opened up to us with a lot of things that has been going on. And her boyfriend was there to support her in helping navigate her conversation and her words because they talk and he knows, you know, everything. And he was encouraging her and just guiding her and telling her it was okay, that we're all here to help. And it was just a beautiful conversation. And I commend him for, I mean, just watching him with her was a very proud parent moment in knowing that she found somebody to really care for her in that way. And as a young man himself, the maturity that he was showing to us spoke volumes. And so yesterday was like a whole nother level of respect for the both of them, honestly. So after the big things were resolved for now, um, we were all just kind of unwinding for the night is when I was sitting down and just reflecting on the day and how things went. And that's when I had my aha moment. And I realized that for the first time, I let my gut, my intuition guide my whole day. I didn't even think about it. It was not consciously done. That's just what happened. And I know it's from all the inner work that I've been doing and all the progress that I've made is that if I wasn't in this space, if I hadn't gone through all of that and done the work, I would have handled that whole day differently. I would not have been so calm with my daughter. I probably just would have went with my go-to and bought a sympathy card and flowers and something just to say, I'm sorry for your loss, you know, and instead I listened to what my gut was telling me. And while that's typical for me to go ahead and, you know, buy a sympathy card and it seems appropriate, my gut was just saying, that's not what dad needs. Dad doesn't need a mushy gesture. 
dad just needs you. Dad just needs you to show up. And so that's what I did. And it went so beautiful. And then when I got the news, um, rather than being upset and making the conversation awkward, I just led with how I felt. And it was okay. I wasn't mad. And I let her know that. I just communicated everything that I was feeling. I wore my heart on my sleeve yesterday without any shame or judgment or I just let me be me. I just felt. I gave myself permission to just feel. And then when I got home and had a conversation, well, before then, when I was talking to my husband on my way home, I wasn't angry. I wasn't upset. I wasn't anything. I was just calm saying, we need to have a conversation. This is what's going on. And then when I got home, I didn't really have, we had somewhat of a plan. Like obviously we knew we had to address it. Um, but it's not like we had a tactical, this is what we're going to do first. You know, I came home and I just led with what I was feeling. And so we had a conversation and because of that, I wasn't thinking in my mind of what I should be saying or how I should be reacting. I literally just spoke from the heart and knowing that the way that I've handled things in the past, the conversations with the hard things has usually been very emotional in not a good way. And it's been confrontational and having done so much inner work lately, just realizing that maybe the approach is off. And maybe it's okay to not have to listen to the cliche or to handle parenting the way that I've been handling it, because honestly, all it's done is drive a wedge. And so I'm really starting to be okay with shifting how I handle things. And it really does start with yourself. And when I just let myself tune in to me and allowed myself to feel And then let everything be led by that, by my emotion, rather than my thoughts. I was able to cope so much more efficiently. I was able to have really hard conversations and navigate really hard emotions. But because of the raw way that I handled that and how I just led with myself being authentic and listening to me and my gut, I literally sat down with a sense of peace last night even though yesterday was so difficult and emotional and I had to navigate some really hard things. But it just reminded me of the book that I'm reading right now, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And her whole mantra is we can do hard things. And I have goosebumps right now because that's something that I said to my daughter last night too, is I just love that quote. And it's so true. When you get into the hard just remind yourself of all the hard that you've already been through and all the work that you've done to be where you are now. And then when life happens, just like it did yesterday for us, for me and for her and for my dad, to remind yourself of this subtle yet so powerful saying, I can do hard things. And just saying that puts you in a good headspace and reminds you of really how strong that you are and what you've already overcome. And the more you really allow yourself to figure out who you are and do that inner work, the easier it becomes to navigate the hard. It allows you to confront it in the most real way because you're so in tune, you're going to handle it in the best way that you know how. 
because your heart doesn't lie to you. Your gut intuition does not lie to you. And when you lead with that and you're confronted with the hard, the hard becomes a lot easier to handle. It's not so overwhelming. And after the day is done and you feel like these things that have happened that could have completely taken you out, you learn what you're capable of. You see how strong you are. You become more confident in tuning into you because you see it in action and you're seeing it work. And even though the moment was hard, you're left feeling at peace. And that feeling may be temporary and know that that's okay. Obviously, there's still some things that I'm going to have to process here. It's just putting one foot in front of the other. And over time, when you are confronted with hard things, that it doesn't consume you. And that doesn't mean that you're going to have all the answers. Obviously, yesterday, I didn't have all the answers. But if you just listen to yourself and let that guide you, it will become easier and it'll start to become second nature. Like I said, this was an aha moment for me last night. I woke up, right? This was my realization of all of this work and the reminder that, yes, I can do hard things. And if I just tune into me, that the answers that I'm looking for will be right there. And it's not hard. They're not forced. I don't have to overthink. They just naturally happen because it feels right. You allow yourself to feel if that's what you need to do. You don't second guess what you're processing. You just allow it to happen. You just become the moment rather than the moment becoming you. And yesterday was just this big breakthrough for me to see all of this work that I've been doing be put into action subconsciously. And I'm going to take this and I'm going to keep going so that when these situations happen again, I will have this in my toolbox and I will remember the way that I handled the situation with my daughter and how much more effective that was and the communication gate that was just opened up and we just had a flood of stuff come out that needed to come out for so long. And it was really about the approach. And I think because of how I was in my mind about what had happened to my grandma and how I processed that up until the point of hearing the news about my daughter, I was already in that inner state of just listening to what I needed to do for my dad. And so I was running with that. And that's where I was in that space of just tuning in and not worrying about the what if and the unknown and not allowing the situation to overwhelm me. Rather, just accepting that this is happening and I have a choice. How am I going to deal with this? And that's when I decided to just follow my heart. And so I did. And moving forward, I'm going to remember that approach. And I'm going to remember how successful it was and how at peace I felt even on a hard day. And I feel so good sharing this with you. And even though I still have grief and things that I'm going to have to confront on an ongoing basis. I remember that this is just a process. And these moments are really good reminders that the work works and that when the hard does fall on your lap unexpectedly, as it will, that you are prepared. You do have the answers. You just have to remember on where to look for them. Thank you so much for listening to my story today and just letting me share my emotion and keep it real with you. And one last thing before I end this episode, I would love to dedicate this to my grandma, Carolyn Peterson. 
This episode is extra special because I made it with a pinch of love just for you.